You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. after our intro music that's so mean that intro music is so soft and you just gonna start with that yeah no 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 turn that shit off it's over it's over yikes what up though hey hi guys this is uh titties and tacos (laughs) apparently i am very much still sparkling out here at sparkle oh jesus i'm tina d (laughs) y'all And it's a shit show. <laughs> I don't understand why. I don't know. Because I like X. X is fun. X is always the one that I feel like if you never listen to a show and you realize it is alphabetical, I'm going to pick X. I know they ain't got no shit for that. You wrong. Welcome, bitch. <laughs> Hello. Jesus Today's episode is brought to you by the letter X. <laughs> oh, it, it definitely is. That is what yes. the episode is brought to you by. Yeah, no, sure. it's always like, I don't know. I'm just one of them people like I'm going to pick some shit that I will find uh, challenging if that's what y'all are out here doing. Like I ain't going to pick it. I ain't going to pick a vowel. That shit seemed too easy. Okay. You know what I mean? Man, maybe you, you, you maybe, but I would definitely pick like an X. I'm going to pick like a, uh, I don't know, F maybe Z. A Z, because mm-hmm. what y'all talking about for Z, you know? Right. But I would definitely um, pick X. So I'm excited about today's letter. I'm excited about every every episode we do for the most part. I think they're all interesting, entertaining. They are. You know, why you drinking, driving, working, fucking maybe? Why you're yeah. drinking, driving? No. <laughs> why you're drinking, comma, driving, comma, working, comma, fucking, comma, getting them commas, bitch. I'm just saying, commas are important as commas, you, commas, commas. As you tell me often. Are you ready? You have the taco today. I, I think you're ready. Are you ready? Wow. <laughs> Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. I didn't do it. Go ahead. Um, so bitch, I got a taco oh, today. Oh, 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 I have a fucking I'm being taco. aggressed upon, ladies and gentlemen. Gross. Don't ever, I'm being ever aggressed upon. <laughs> Don't ever use that shit. Ever I like again. to be swaddled. Yikes. Um, that's gross. Like my love in a cocoon. Uh, listen here, guys. <laughs> We're gonna move on. Yes, um, ma'am. Yeah, so I have a real taco, according to, uh, you know, Sparkle likes to give me a lot of shit about the, <laughs> the tacos I've been coming with, mm-hmm. up with, as if she's not been out here also doing drinks. I know, but I'm a classy bitch, so. She just mad that all my drinks are just whiskey and right. ice. yeah, like, you know, whiskey diversify. and ice. It's delicious. Uh, I mean, I, you're not wrong. Exactly. I, I never once oh. said you were wrong. I know I'm not wrong. You, I live this life with you. Exactly. I, you know what I drink too. So, yeah. you know, and, and, and nine times out of 10, it's probably going to be whiskey and ice instead of like a, what did I say? A, a watermelon mojito. Like yeah. that's a one-off. You know what I mean? Yeah, Nobody's yeah. going to do that no, every single time they're trying to drink. So Nobody's doing that every single time. Um, So 
Yes, I have a real taco. It is a garlic lime chicken taco, which I found wildly appealing because the first two things I like a lot. And then the third one also like now I'm a big garlic fan. Lime juice belongs in all of these things <laughs> um, and chicken because I'm a nigga. Absolutely. We, that's just what it is. Um, what I like about this is how easy it is because you basically put all the ingredients. Now, does this call for cilantro? Yes. If you are a cilantro-liking person, I could see why. Um, why? Oh, because I think the cilantro that doesn't taste like soap, so the people where it doesn't taste like soap, I think it complements, like, the lime flavor. Do those always pair? Like, is that just the thing that always that you always kind of see? Yeah, I just see them together, together. a lot. So I'm, I'm <laughs> left to assume that cilantro that doesn't taste like dish soap, because mm-hmm. I don't know what that is, because it tastes like dish soap yeah. for me. Um, I'm assuming that those two things go together, like the cilantro and the acidity of, like, a lime flavor go together. Um, anyway, when I make this shit, I do not include it because, again, who wants their chicken taste like dish soap? No goddamn body. So, I don't include it. But Nobody. The easy thing about it is, so you take chicken breast, you put it into a bag, and you just marinate it. It's olive oil, uh, garlic, fresh, fresh pressed garlic, or garlic out of the, oh, I love the garlic paste out the squeeze tube. Oh. Man, that shit is life changing, and it yes, keeps it is. you. It you, keep put, you, from, you put me on that, yeah, man. Oh man, you, that's for my bougie best friend, man. That, I shout out her. to her, man, because that I, you got me. I didn't, I didn't put like three other people on garlic paste. Garlic paste, man. Listen, it's over there in the produce section because that's yep. why you can't find but it yeah, normally. Yeah, it is hard to find this if you go to different stores all the damn time. It's refrigerated near the produce, like the salad dressing, somewhere over there. Some that's where you'll find it, but it just saves so much fucking time yeah um and it's so easy to use anyway you get yourself some garlic out of that paste tube get you actual garlic powder um then this recipe also has like spices black pepper cayenne pepper paprika salt all that olive oil you put all that in a bag and you marinate the chicken overnight with the little and the lime juice of course you put it all there you marinate the chicken overnight then you grill it up chop it up it is delicious and more importantly it is so simple and easy and you can make so much of the chicken that guess what you can do make fucking tacos all week long yeah yeah meal prep yeah um then you're just heating up tortillas and adding uh you know red onions or whatever it is you like to top it with i say red onions and then sprinkle you some uh or squeeze you some fresh lime on it that's what i would do i'm a class bitch you don't have to be that type <laughs> okay you can just eat this shit you can just take a fork to it after you do it because the um the lime juice and the marinade really makes the chicken breast super tender so okay okay that sounds good yep garlic lime chicken I like, tacos. i love garlic i love lime so yeah like the name of it was like garlic like it lime i like like it it. chicken i like it tacos i love love it it. yes (laughs) sounds like a winner for me absolutely but yeah that's my uh that's my taco this week good taco everybody clap for team the d everybody clap for team the d the bitch actually showed up with a top with an edible 
physical food taco, you guys. Hope Yay. you enjoyed it. That's Yay. the last of the season. <laughs> you know, she's she not lying, <laughs> No, no, no. I'll be back on my. I'll be back on my bullshit next time. <laughs> next week, you you already know. Actually, no. Next week is my taco. So yeah. yeah. The week after. Oh, I get to close it. Oh, out you on close some... it up. I think I said that at the beginning, though. I said I think you. I said you get to open and close. I did say yeah. that to you. Yeah, I'm gonna close it out on some bullshit, y'all. Oh, hope you ready. Oh my god. Anyway, I hope you ready. Sorry. Really? You got a topic? Yeah. You done? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you cool? I, I'm cool. Be cool. All right. Now, my topic, guys. Come on now. It's letter X. What y'all thought? What, what did y'all think I was going to talk about? It's, it's, it's my favorite fucking episode. My favorite letter. My topic is X, X, X. Triple X. <laughs> <laughs> Adults only, girl. No. Yes, we talking about some grown ass shit today. Oh no 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 no. Yes 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 yes. I don't know why this season. I you know what it is because we have not had guests this season. I have not had somebody else to to deal with you, and I am especially exhausted with well, your film. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> like. I am particularly exhausted with your filth. <laughs> Here we go. Mm. Okay. The adult shit that I'm talking about, though, actually, this week, um, is not cock. <laughs> so there's that. My my uh, Ooh, my boy. friend person suggested that I I put some some medicine in the candy, and he he suggested that I, I wrap things up in the XXX because now that I got your fucking attention, <laughs> we talking about some other grown shit. <laughs> Ain't nobody talk about no fucking. Don't y'all turn us off. Come back oh. here. Now, actually, y'all, y'all, half of y'all probably uh, really, really here for this conversation because this I'm actually about? late to the party. Um, So, because it's a thing that is um, becoming super trendy, uh, widely accepted, federally regulated, um, everybody is really having this this conversation these days. So, I thought that um, we actually should talk about this as well hmm. because surprisingly, we have not. I think I had it for a couple other topics and ended up changing it. So, the fact that it came, it got this far out deep into the season and I hadn't discussed it yet is actually um, interesting. So, what I'm here to talk about today is the conversation around cannabis. Oh, from a have we not talked about cannabis? Not from the perspective that I'm gonna talk about, which is is strictly um, minority-owned businesses and um, breaking into an industry that not only were we heavily um, penalized for and had our communities destroyed uh, from, but they are now trying to keep us out of. So, um, just want to talk about like a a few different things. So, one of the questions that I had at first. was learning about CBD and, you know, learning the differences and whether or not, you know, what's legal. So I learned that hemp-derived CBD products with less than 0.3% THC are legal on the federal level but are still illegal under some state laws. Cannabis-derived products are illegal on federal level, as we know, but are legal under states. So, you know, check your state laws and those of anywhere you plan on traveling or, you know, conducting business in to find out whether or not, you know, how you need to be moving. 
Um, Especially in other states. And y'all. then also, if you're going to do like CBD products, you know, research those because a lot of those are not FDA approved, which really ain't saying a whole fucking lot, to be honest, so, which is yeah. why I said research, because that doesn't necessarily mean it's good one way or the other. Because oh, no, the F- they approve a bunch of fucking bullshit, too. It's about your, the money. So it's, it's, it's all pocket derived. FDA will approve some shit that ain't got no business being approved. Right, exactly. only, to, only to a black label it later when they're like, oh, this killed too many folks. Yes. So, so one of the trends that I noticed um, recently is the wave of women of color mm. who are kind of surfacing as leaders in the cannabis cannabis industry. Mm. Um, and that really impacted me because when I got to looking at the stats, 33 states have legalized cannabis for medical use and 14 states plus Washington, D.C. have legalized cannabis for recreational use for okay. people over 21, 21 years old. But the problem is that with these states um, and their emerging laws and policies regarding marijuana and it becoming more widely accepted is that you still see male white male dominated businesses you see these oh, yeah. firms that you know have all this money and you now see the white celebrities kind of aligning with some like for here for example I read last week that Darren McCarty from the Red Wings mm-hmm. now signed up to be a part of one of the major like uh, like one of the franchise yeah ones one of the franchise here. firms and so I'm like oh I see how y'all getting ready to do this okay cool yeah so there are um, several, like I said, several women of color disrupting this pattern. Mm-hmm. And I began to, you know, read about them. Also, it's important to note this stat from the ACLU. From 2001 to 2010, black and white cannabis users between 18 and 25 have used cannabis at roughly the same rate but within this time period black users were on average 3.73 times more likely to be arrested in the u.s for cannabis charges so that's more than triple yeah almost quadruple yeah so so that has kind of like influenced my desire and a couple of my friends to figure out like okay where do we want to get in in this industry how do we want to move we know that we want to be a part of it but what do we need to be doing Mm -hmm. Um, one of the greatest racial gaps exists in Iowa Minnesota Mm -hmm. Illinois which is next door to us Mm -hmm. and D.C. Where mm-hmm. the rest, where the rate of arresting black users is between seven point five and eight point five times higher than the rate for white users. Oh shit! Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. So you know, you're talking about the loss of decades of life. Yeah. You're talking about families being broken. Mm-hmm. You're talking about like literal generations not be, be not. I don't want to say generational curses, but certainly that that lack of generational I mean, it's wealth. A, it's a generational impact. When it you is a remove, generational impact when you remove somebody's. Um, not just it's because it's not just okay. They're incarcerated. It's also um, about what happens when they are quote unquote rehabilitated or put back into society afterwards assuming that they're they that make they are, it right 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 to be come back into society and their recidivism rates are even high right. you know so it's one of them unless you like in this state now what we were talking about uh Kamala last episode mm-hmm. um one of the things that she did do that I liked after I told you I was gonna go research so mm-hmm. after I researched I found that she had the back on track program which um helped people pre- um which helped people to not have a second offense. She would get them therapy. She would get them jobs. She yeah, would do stuff that, like that. That makes you know, a so big you, difference. So you have situations like that. So the irony for me is that while black and brown people are targeted for, in quote, criminal cannabis use, mm. mostly the, the mostly white legal cannabis industry is booming. Yeah. Like, that shit really pissed me off. Fair enough. So... 
I just kind of wanted to um, highlight a few of the women, black women, who are making waves in the cannabis industry. Um, oh, sweet. So, you know, I love a good shout out and spotlight. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of want to talk Let's about that and it. then, you know, have some conversation around what they're doing. Okay. So the first one, her name is Khadijah Adams. And right. I love a woman named Khadijah. Right. Khadijah. Khadijah. Like, I love it. It's such a good name. It is. And she looks like a Khadijah. Oh. Uh, so I like, okay, so she is the former chief operating the former chief operating officer of CE Hutton, a minority-focused cannabis business development form, a firm. Mm-hmm. She, um, let me see where. The, hold on, wait, where, where my notes at? Uh, so she is also a co-author of something called the Minority Report, okay. which is an annual marketing analysis on minority-owned businesses in the cannabis and hemp industries to oh, recognize nice. them as pioneers. Right, because that's what they really and are I right like, now. Right, and I like that because that way your work doesn't get lost. Yeah, and nobody can say, "Oh, well, I was doing this first, so she doc she has the Minority Report, which she publishes and documents who's doing what." Oh wow! So nobody can steal your intellectual property. Nobody can say that they were at the the front of this, Man. but really it was black fucking faces and black bodies doing don't the work. We know that's exactly what's going. That's exactly what yes. happens every yes. time because we're full of creativity and ingenuity because we don't have a choice. Exactly. Like, don't get me wrong. While while I you know know and stand by the fact that um, black people are a different level of dope. Okay, when yeah. you come to to creative endeavors, ingenuity, and things like that, we just simply are. Yeah, I also never want black it level to, of dope. No pun intended. Right, <laughs> but um, but I I think that this comes with uh with oppression. Like this is the thing. Like because we had to. Like mm-hmm. it's so much. So much of it is rooted in because we had to. Some of it is outside of that because if you look other other. Other minorities are also oppressed, and again, you don't get as dope as we right, are. Right, right. But again, you don't get as oppressed as we right, are. Right. Yeah. So I know the two are directly correlated. I, I think if we were the majority, I, I don't know how much that would be pressed out of you. It's just like it's being pressed. Yeah. And with that comes people who have never been pressed, just taking because that's yeah. all they know to do. Yeah. So I love the fact that you push that on top of just trying to get in there it's not yes. just about getting in there it's about getting in there and making sure that you can hang on right to what you have that's yeah. that's the part that gets missed and lost so many times when we enter any industry yeah it's like we have such you know good creative innovative ideas yeah and because of the level of struggle that we experience regularly you're not always either thinking about it or have the extra extra energy mm-hmm. to exert to to hang on to that so it's yeah, nice that she's yeah. it's nice it's also nice that she's centralizing it yeah you know she what is. i mean like yeah. cause I, I can just think about if we come up with some really like creative um thing to put on the market mm-hmm. like me you are doing it i don't know that we necessarily would have it in us to make sure that everything is a patented no, and documented that's why, we, that's why we all need each other yeah. because we all offer something different and possess different skills she also co-created the Green Street Academy which is an online educational platform teaching the basics of investing in the cannabis industry and see, you know that's me all day long yeah, I'd so rather she gonna not show do it you at how all to invest, <laughs> like maybe you don't want a um, dispensary maybe you don't want a a, a, a provision center you don't want to grow but you want to invest in the people that are doing that so she makes that possible through this website to, to at least get you out there knowing what to do she um also co-founded girl get that money 
which is a bit oh, nice. a, a business coaching and consultancy movement that educates, empowers, and inspires women in business. Okay. So she she out here, she doing it. Khadijah's doing it. So you know that was one that Shout I want to talk to about. Khadijah, I like yes. it a lot. Yes. There's another lady. Her name is Mary Pryor. She um. Why does that name sound familiar? I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, go ahead. Um. <laughs> she she got all the melanin. She just is pretty. Um, she well, she's got all the milk. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, learned. She got more into her. Her background is that she got more into the medicinal side because she learned that she had Crohn's disease. Okay. So, and like immediately after you know finding that out, she um, kind of struggled to like maintain her quality of life. So mm-hmm. her friend sent her studies, and she did her own research. She flew to Denver, mm-hmm. and she found her some strains that she felt could alleviate some symptoms of having Crohn's. So when she did that, she was like, "Oh shit! Like this, this is some shit that works in a way." But when I, I'm not about to say that because I'm gonna piss TMD off. Never mind. Doesn't matter how I discovered asthma yoga. It helped, and so I wanted everybody to know about. It. <laughs> I get, oh. I get her desire to learn to be testing me, go. y'all. <laughs> he be testing me. I'm sorry, baby. So she she learned about how to alleviate symptoms of Crohn's through medicinal marijuana and then um, moved to California to co-found something called Canaclusive. And Canaclusive is an agency that fosters inclusion in the cannabis industry through marketing, visuals, consultancy, advocacy, education, and wellness guidance. Okay. So she also... Um, through Canaclusive, they have a stock photo project where they're seeking to normalize in images of people of color consuming cannabis. <sighs> yeah, isn't that cool? So when oh, you look for stock man. images now, it's not a bunch of criminals and marijuana. It's just regular motherfuckers with cannabis did, living their black, beautiful-ass lives. Yeah, did you see, as an aside, did you see what the uh, the white, uh, the black medical professionals did to Google's algorithm? I did not know, but I saw somebody talking about it, and I meant to go back and look, and I didn't. They were like, "Y'all, look, Google this," and then, and I didn't do it. So, what was it? So, what happens when you Google white American doctor, white American pharmacist, white American vet, mm. and white American something else? You when get, you Google image it, <laughs> uh huh, you, you just get, get black folks. Oh my goodness! You get black doctors, black vets, black That's pharmacists. Awesome. Um, yeah, they. <sighs> That's amazing. The because because uh, again, yes. the pressing and the trauma produces different things in different people. Mm-hmm. And I will say, doctors as a as a whole are under a um, new level of wartime stress right now. But what it is, what it's producing in the African American ones has been nothing short of remarkable. <laughs> um, and that's some of it. <laughs> That's great. Like it, it's it's and wild. You know, That's so not what you we're know, talking about. But this is wild. I mean, some it kind of stuff is. Happening. It kind of is though because she also spearheads something called Inclusive Base. Okay. And so for Inclusive Base, it's an online database where conscious consumers looking to support minority-owned cannabis businesses can find those businesses. That so is So when good. you type shit in for that, and you Google image, you Google search, you get black-owned businesses for in the cannabis industry. That's really good. I mean, and that's honestly for a lot of. Of, um, and so far, she has over 550 um, cannabis-related businesses. That's awesome. But see, and th- that's the one thing I'll give, like, a lot of the... 
I'm sure air quote allies or you know not all white people sort of white people well like like the white folks that would listen to this show regularly like <laughs> sometimes sometimes it's more about trying to uh, find it so like with all the Black Lives Matter stuff when all of that was going on and they were like support black owned businesses part of it is is getting on the platform being elevated enough for people to find you because it's just yeah, hard yeah. to break through those sorts of algorithms even right. if you take our show like if our show doesn't get reclassified from the food category people will never find us. I know <laughs> and I meant to say I meant to tell him that we yeah, gotta, tell we him gotta that. come but, out of that but it's a lot of um, hey, hey uh, Kari when you go to edit this episode hey, please take us out of the food category yeah please on all of the platforms thanks because um, <laughs> I was just reminded of that because your husband-in-law said do y'all know y'all come up yeah, food. somebody else said that to me, and I was like, "Oh fuck, we gotta change that." Yeah, we gotta change that. Anyway, but it's it, obviously it's not that clearly. This is our nigga ass error. But <laughs> outside <laughs> of that, though, a lot of it is like the the suppression of it isn't even always intentional. It's just because you are a minority. Then if only minorities know to go to you, that's not enough push right to bump you up simple things that are algorithm based yeah so when you put stuff like a database together or like um when the list of black owned restaurants and stores and um uh like laundry church all this stuff when they were going around what was helpful for even for me as a black person i would love to buy from here and buy from there right. but, I, but i don't know you right. don't know where to go and your your internet is customized to what you're looking for yes. and it's you're just not the majority there's just not enough black people yeah to even bump it up so again that yeah. web that 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 online database is called inclusive based if okay. you're looking um to purchase from from minority owned cannabis businesses in your area mm. um check that out i'll be sure to post those um links and shit to all the shit that i mentioned so everybody can go and support um these black women another thing that she does that i like um mm. outside of business is she goes to dc a lot um to advocate for reform and okay. public policies for um cannabis and, yeah at the she, end she's, she's doing, doing it all work. she's doing it all like she is doing the yeah, work she can, so she <laughs> she has uh been involved in the campaign for the equity first initiative which says that it harnesses the harnesses the political power of cannabis organizers who work at the intersection of the cannabis industry racial equity and reparative justice so she she's really out here um doing you know hitting it from from all sides just like Khadijah so you know you got your you got your Khadijah Adams and, and your Mary Pryor and then um there's another one I mean I could go on and on and on but there's another yeah. lady um that I liked her name is um Simone Gates Simone, Simone Gates is a corporate wellness trainer and founder of the Bidet Collection an organic CBD infused wellness skincare brand designed to reduce inflammation Okay. And I like that. She was um, inspired to create her brand after experiencing extreme pain from, she said, her busy schedule of teaching and, and doing a bunch of other shit. She's like, you know, I overdid it. I needed physical therapy. I was, I had serious shin splints and a bunch of other issues. Okay. So um, she started trying like natural pain relievers and nothing worked. So during that time, I think like, um, like Mary, you know, she was like, all right, you know, mm -hmm. what, what can I do? How can I do this? And so she said, the only thing I could legally return um, to New York with was hemp derived CBD. Oh, wow. So she's like, after playing around in, with my, in my kitchen, you know, homemade remedies that she found ultimately helped reduce her pain and the pain of like her fellow fitness folk. 
so mm. she decided to take the leap and start her own business and so she went on to design this uh, bidet collection for physically active consumers who like her were looking to manage their pain with you know products that contain quality unprocessed ingredients so okay I think that's another, um, you know, woman to kind of shout out in this cannabis industry. Um, I am a person who is super interested. I've, atten- I've attended Canacon and I was going to, I attended Canacon last year and was going to go this year, but then Corona happened. Um, mm. So I'll be going, you know, whenever so they figure many, out. Yeah, so many, so many different things. Yeah, so many different things kind of mm. delayed plans, but I'll be going again once they figure out, you know, social distancing or whatever, because I yeah. do feel very, I'm not a person who grew up around a lot of um, cannabis users or, you know, in a, in, in a family or even had a lot of friends who indulge for real so I have learned about this shit as an adult I'm very very new to weed I mean y'all heard my eye episode oh my god so I realized that that shit is not for me to ingest but it's certainly for me to sell (laughs) I'm gonna sell the drugs guys Um, and (laughs) along with my friends (laughs) we the babysitter club of drugs um And yeah, legally, legally. Right. Oh, it's gonna be legally. Trust me, that shit will be legally because I got a KID and I like to be free. <laughs> Bitch, I'm not fucking around with Bar. this. <laughs> Thank you, sis. I ain't fucking around with this government. I'm just here to uh, hype you up, sis. Go for it. Go for it. Let's do it. So yeah, fuck I, it. Y'all Let's gonna go. see my black ass, black owned <laughs> business. <laughs> Plastered, you know, as we gain more information. Um, if you are in Michigan, just a few few things I like to share with you. Um, the retail application opens up November first. the The application fee, if you're thinking about having a cannabis retail type of thing, is eight thousand um, dollars. It is. They are they are t- uh, allowing those who already possess the medical license to operate or have, if you already have an operational license for medical marijuana let me say it like that then you are at the at the front of the line they're accommodating you guys first because you know they're already they already have a license so the recreational license is just an addition to the medicinal license they don't have to um, go through the whole process all over again they got first dibs at this shit mm-hmm. and they actually have it for a whole year mm. so um you know, that kind of gives you some time to kind of figure out what you want your business to be or, you know, raise the funds to, to even apply or whatever, whatever. Um, there's also a license that off that allows you to be a social club or a lounge. And that license is significantly cheaper. It's only a thousand dollars. You just can't serve food or alcohol in that establishment. So, you know. Oh, most people. Right. That's why it's that. a thousand dollars. So I didn't find some workarounds. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Be ready, y'all. <laughs> right. Sparkle gonna be out here. I'm the plug, okay? Sparkle, Sparkle gonna have all types Listen, of new stuff me, on the nacho me, cart. Me, me and my husband, we gonna get it in. When God send me one, we gonna, we gonna get it in. Mm. Anywho. Um, so, yeah, uh, okay. I am here for, for all of the can of convo. Meet me at the nacho cart if y'all want to talk about, you know. <laughs> all of a sudden, we're going to have right, all types right. of niggas. Everybody going to be in, in the fucking nacho cart. Right. Like, y'all where want to talk about can of businesses. I know a lot about can of stock and kind of where to move your money Um, if you're looking to invest. Um, If you'd like to invest in, in my business, come talk to me. I'll, I'll shoot you some, some, some messages and, and we can get it in that way. Um, but yeah, that is my ex, which is really weird. But yes, my XXX was for adults only conversation. So there you go. Look at you. 
uh, dicking around like I do with the letter I X. That, that wasn't that wasn't me. That was him. <laughs> I can't say credit for any of that. Mm. Mm. That was your that was your friend. <laughs> oh no, that nigga not my friend. <laughs> That nigga not my friend. That was your your friend of me. Um, that's you said nope. a little bit closer. That's closer, but <laughs> only because you got enemy in there, like you need to. <laughs> but anyway, um, fantastic. So it's my turn. Okay, I have. Um, I'm very excited about this one actually. Um. My ex is for extraordinary girls. <laughs> ah, bitch. <laughs> there you go. And there you go. Anyway, I don't care about how Sparkle feels about it, but that's my ex. It's extraordinary girls. Um, and I want to <laughs> talk about the radical monarchs. Okay. Have you heard about them? Uh, yeah, actually. Have we talked about them? No, we haven't, but I read, yeah. Yeah, okay. Great. So, I just want to talk about them because um, I recently found out about them. Okay. Um, And, my goodness, these niggas are just the dopest little girls ever. Like, if I was ever yes, going to they round... they really are. If I was ever going to round up and really, like, do something community driven <laughs> like this is what me doing some community driven shit like, would look like yeah so the radical monarchs let me just um let me read their actual mission statement before i start acting real niggerly and y'all think this is something other than what it is so the radical uh monarchs just so you know is like a um is a is a troop of girls so it's similar to like the girl scouts except these little girls are out here on a freaking mission it is not about no damn cookies it is not about figuring out how to tie a knot it is about <laughs> being out here being radical fighting for justice for all marginalized people learning how to have self-love for your body for your image for other people in other spaces and how to really rally together and spark justice yes. okay come that's, on little baby that's what they about that's come how on, little that, that's the quick synopsis but their mission what they formally put on the internet is um radical monarchs create opportunities for young girls of color to form fierce sisterhoods, celebrate their identities and contribute radically to their communities. Their vision is their vision for the radical monarchs is to empower young girls of color so that they stay rooted in their collective power, brilliance, leadership and leadership in order to make the world a more radical place. Yes. Let me tell you, they got these girls out here. So, First of all, my baby about to be a radical monarch. I want God, you to know that's I've why I looked, already know about it. I've looked up. We like, about to start a chapter. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> I just want to start a chapter. They got all types of training you need. I'm down for it. I ain't got no kids. I'm ready to go. I'm sorry, what? I got time. They got you. Got to have training. Like you can't no, just no, no, open. Did the you say I ain't got no kids? Oh, girl, you know what I mean. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah, bitch, I don't. I got a kid. Oh, okay. But my kid. I, let me tell you don't this. get hung up on this podcast <laughs> let me tell you let me let me regret that 
I am an out the house parent. Oh, okay. So that, I got my I got my own time. <laughs> is what the fuck I got. There you go. Is free time to take whatever training they want to put me under. I just want to start this. So this was started by um, a mom, uh, Anna Anna Yvette Martinez and Marilyn Hollingquest. So um, Anna Yvette's daughter was entering the fourth grade and she, like a like any good mom, could see like this child that she had had this radical spirit to her. And she, like a true, good, badass mom, she looked around, she said, there is nothing to really foster the type of daughter that I have. So you know what? I'm going to make it. <laughs> I'm going to make it for my baby. <laughs> and she, when I say she pulls, you know, she pulled a couple friends together and made this group. When I'm like, these little girls be out protesting. They be making signs. And their badges are stuff like radical, like <laughs> radical social justice. Their badge, they got another badge that you got to get. They ain't like, made not a nail cookie in this bitch. a single cookie. <laughs> like, it's like, a, and then we got another badge that's like, 10,000 um, petition signatures. Radical <laughs> self-identity and awareness. Yes. What? Radical pride? And what, that's just them supporting the LGBTQ yes. community? Get out of here. Let me tell you. I love it. I, I just love want it. all of Girl Scouts should be this. Yeah. It should be this. Yes. All of Boy Scouts should be for the boy version of this. Because boys need it too. I need little boys to have badges like radical fucking consent. Okay? Because <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Real social skills, okay? Real Bitch, did things. You say radical consent. Fuck yeah! I want, I want these little young boys coming up to okay. radically Can care about getting give consent. Give me a shirt that says radical consent. I want them to care about consent radically, okay? Like it is such. Um, like it's just like the more I read about it, so there was a documentary. I actually found out about this because my good uh, work BFF <laughs> and friend um, wow. sent me the link to. Uh, there's a PBS uh, special. I don't know. By the time this comes out, it might not be up. I think it's only up to August 19th, which this is clearly past August 19th when you're listening to this. But um, I. I am like halfway through it. I still got time. You won't have no time when you hear this, but I still got time to write some resume. But I'm only halfway through it because of all the other stuff going on. But it is so good to like just when you start listening to the girls, because what it really does is it it develops in them something that I I know that I actively had to learn on the back end, mm-hmm. like after experiencing yeah. injustices. It yeah. took times for me to even learn not just to build the self-esteem of knowing that I'm okay in my in the skin that I am in, right? But learning the what was more important and to me more powerful is learning the vocabulary to articulate yes. what you want. Yes. It took me so long. Like I just me think too. about like me being in a predominantly white high school for the first two years of high school, which is a real developmental time, right? And being um, marginalized and and knowing that I felt away, knowing that having enough self-esteem to know that. Some, some things about this is not right and it's not me right. but not having enough to know how to verbalize that right. or articulate yeah. that now luckily I had parents who were attentive enough to be like we don't think this is a good fit mm-hmm. for you but if it wasn't for them literally coming to but can you imagine being like a seven year old seven, 
with these with the, like listening to these girls talk <laughs> with is the worth is worth watching. I'm sure because it's a PBS special. I'm sure you can YouTube it and find it. PBS don't care about making no money. Right. They like here have no. all the information so look, and education. Look it up. It was in their point of view series um about the radical monarchs. They have it. I'm sure it's and I'm sure, sure people. YouTube, pro- well, I'm sure it's gonna be a whole lot of mad white folks yeah. about shit like this. I'm sure they protesting. I'm sure you can the, find the babies. It, find it somewhere. First of all, I'll get to get a fucking life. But listening to the girls talk is really what did it for me. Yeah, I'm going to have my their, baby watch the movie with to me. Their, um, to their vocabulary, being able to articulate what is right, what is wrong mm-hmm. socially, and having that at that age. Mm-hmm. These girls have so much so much garbage that they now, especially being yes. women of color, don't have to sift through yep. because they're ready for it. Yep. And that's really... And that's what you want. That's what you want. Right. That's what you want to be. It's certainly what you want your children, exactly. children to be is ready for it. Oh my gosh. Because listen, you're not going to get change overnight. It's, I don't know right. how many generations it's going to take for people to just understand. I bleed, you bleed, we all human. I don't know. I don't know how that's mm-hmm, set up. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that don't work. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, if you are a person, uh, if you're like a, a black, you a little black and brown girl, boy or whatever, you and you have them, you want them to be able to navigate the, the best way possible. Right. With, as least, with the least amount of emotional trauma possible. Because I just think about the fact that if you can identify, at least least for the type of person I was, if I could have identified it earlier yeah. and recognize it as something that goes on in this world that doesn't have anything to do with who I am directly mm-hmm. and be rooted in that first and then move forward through it, it just helps you navigate it. Like, it just helps you eliminate some of the pitfalls that you run into when you get deep. Like, you, there's so many people that are our age right now that have, like, deep scars, deep wounds from being marginalized in whatever setting they was. Maybe it was in school. Maybe it was their neighborhood. Maybe it was only their neighborhood and not their school. I don't know. But to have this foresight early, seven and eight. Yeah. Seven and eight. When that child gets to 16, you ain't going to be able to tell her nothing Mm -mm. about who she is and what her capabilities are. Because those are the things that really push you forward. That imposter syndrome, all that stuff is rooted in being in I would have accomplished so much more so much sooner if I'd have had the confidence to go forth and feel like I belong in this space. Yep. Or I'm worthy of this thing. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and my five-year-old already is like drawn pictures and shit that just say like I love myself yep. I love my hair yep. I love this thing about me and I'm like yes girl yeah, yes my favorite thing. You. my favorite thing about our five year old is her drawing like when she started when her when she started her face period of her artwork <laughs> mm-hmm. because I don't know which period she's in now I, she had a period of time when she was drawing faces <laughs> she's in a hair period is she yeah oh my god so that's what I was actually going to comment on because when she started with the faces period which was the last when I checked in it because again I'm an out the home here <laughs> um, so the last one I checked in and she was just doing faces and the thing that I loved about her doing the faces is she was so intentional and so comfortable in doing not just brown girls but like being intentional about which face she was making the day mm-hmm. you know like she yeah. would she would make her peach girls as she yep. calls them yep. but she would you know make her brown girls now she don't really deal with niggas <laughs> 
and not because I don't think she likes him, but she hmm. has decided she is wonder smarter. Wonder who did that? She's decided I since she's where she smarter gets that from. <laughs> she has decided that she is smarter than them mm. and don't have to be bothered with them. Yeah, no, and that I'm shit hard, ain't for me. <laughs> I'm hard pressed to tell her otherwise right now. <laughs> so I don't know. We work on that. I'm gonna let Jesus lead. But um, <laughs> but when she's making the uh, the faces. Um, the features that she added like she was so intentional about she had all the different shades of brown mm-hmm. number one and then she was so, so intentional about hair so I remember she made one of me which we love to go back and forth because I'm so light skinned she loves to she loves to intentionally get under my skin and call me a peach girl she knows that I'm a brown girl but she likes to call me a peach girl because she thinks it's hilarious for me to be riled up but regardless when she was drawing a picture of me she was so intentional about the hair which made it was maybe one of the first times in a long time I really thought about because I used to get my hair straightened a lot. And I remember one of my sisters bringing up at the time, my youngest sister, my baby sister was really little. And I remember she was, this sister was just now thinking about wearing her hair natural. And I never wore my hair natural at that time. It was always flat iron. And she came to me and she said, do you ever think about the fact that our baby sister has never seen the natural version of my hair? Because I was like working in school and all that stuff. So I had no time for it to be curly for real. I just mm-hmm. didn't have time for it. And she was like, do you think that she really mentioned it as like an innocent question? Like, do you think like she should see it like that more often? Cause all of them wore braids on and off and stuff like that. I was the only one that always had it pressed so she could see the variety in them. But mine looked like it was always straight. She was like, do you think that makes a difference? I'm like, girl, that girl ain't looking at my hair like she's not bothering me mm-hmm. but it wasn't until i saw how intentionally um your baby drew all my curly hair like mm-hmm. while she was joking and laughing with which which color skin she was gonna right, give right. me right when she ultimately <laughs> chose a beige because thank god but when it came to the hair she was so very intentional to take you know like just her deepest black Mm -hmm. and to make it so round and curly and put like the puffs all over my head and I really thought about like this shit really does make more of a difference than I really thought about years ago when my baby sister was little oh god girl okay so I'm gonna share this then since you shared that Mm. I feel horrible most of the time because my hair I prefer my hair to be straight because Mm. it's just easier for me to manage and I don't really get off into the whole natural hair thing because you gotta love hair to be be, be a naturalista you have to be you really have to commit to learning the products for your hair Mm -hmm. learning the styles for your hair taking time for protective styles and the Mm -hmm. twisting and the break giving a fuck yeah. I don't give a fuck about shit. So I certainly don't care about no damn hair. And you really have to take time with it. Like, so she, because she asked me one time when I straightened my hair, mm-hmm. she was like, um, oh, mommy, she says, I wish I could have my hair straight. She was like, I think that's better. Girl, girls, y'all. <laughs> so now you have when to When I wear tell y'all, curly, I have spent like my whole damn day washing, blow drying, <laughs> flat iron my hair. Did you doubt it? Just to stand right up under the fucking shower yeah, head and curl this say. shit right the fuck the back up the next morning. Because I said, I'll be damned. Yeah. <laughs> and if I, you feel like straight hair is prettier. So currently, I've been rocking curly fucking hair. I was for wondering months, what was and going I on. I hate it. Yeah. I was, and in the like, fall, I'm going back to my rap. And I'm going to have to explain to homegirl, like, listen. Well, and I, I think that's the important thing and I think that was the thing like when my sister had asked me about it I think the thing was not that you can't and I think that's the important thing 
for her to, to grow up and understand that our hair is dynamic. Our hair is is fantastic mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and it's truly one of the most magical pieces of who we are. True, In fact, yeah. it does literal miraculous things. I've seen yeah. my hair just do crazy yeah, things. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I want her to be able to embrace it in all varieties and understand that okay. not one one is not better than the other. And but the only way to know that is to see one. And so you possess the power to do you, multiple things. You can do all crazy things yeah. that other people can never do. Yeah. Like our right hair now does she's stuff. she's enamored with my hair color. Yeah. And she's like, Oh my gosh, mommy, that's so pretty. That's this, that's that. And she's like, Can I get that? And I'm like, When you hit a sardine, sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, but, I, but yeah, I said your sh- hair does suck. She's I guess for her it is magical. Yeah. I mean, but for And that's how I want to keep that. You for, know what I mean? For a lot of people it is like I, I like to think about certain things like our hair in certain states can it defies gravity. Right, yes. Yeah. Like that is the thing that I keep on my forefront when I'm when I'm at my most frustrated trying to put in 10,000 tiny twists for this twist out. Right. When I get to uh, twist number 8,555 <laughs> and I'm like, fuck this shit. Yeah. What I remember, what I hold on to to finish it out other than the fact that you're going to look crazy, bitch. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't finish it, you're going to look homeless. <laughs> but on top of that part, uh, what I remember, uh, think about it, is like this hair of mine that was, it was made to defy gravity and have no bounds and it really just stands as a thing like that I keep about myself I'm made to have no bounds I yeah my hair don't got limits Limitless. why should I limitless you know mm-hmm. and so for her and then for my sister and all that I think the point to be made is to see it in all its variety absolutely when you only, yeah when you only see it one way you don't know that and there's that was other my ways. thing because yeah. like before you gave a fuck nigga i was rocking this this flat iron this yeah. straight I, i'm yeah. just a basic straight haired yeah. ass bitch oh absolutely. and so i you know i never thought twice like okay let me wear my hair naturally now when i'm working out and i've been trying to lose weight for a while mm-hmm. you know it makes no sense to keep straight hair because i sweat at my roots so i'm just like all right i'm not gonna waste my time trying to keep nothing wrapped or flat ironed or whatever i'm gonna just Go, go natural mm. but for her that was a big deal because that's how I make her wear her hair her hair has never seen heat not even a blow dryer Correct. so she has v- very virgin hair and her hair is wavy and you know whatever so for me to only rock straight hair she looking like bitch your shit don't even look like my hair why I got to have this you sure did and I think you're pretty because she tells yep. me all the time mommy you so pretty mm. and I say you so pretty too yeah. So I need to make sure that I emulate her that when she looks at yep. me she sees herself yep. and she sees that it's multiple ways to be pretty you know so yeah and I, I think that um, I think you've been doing a good job with that I think what I like about what I like about her in particular is she's a kid that um, vocalizes well it says a says enough you know like yeah. some kids just internally think a thing and then you gotta go digging oh, to no, make sure oh no not an aquarium lord no, jesus no, no. y'all she, got all the things to say that is my kid <laughs> y'all got y'all. all of the shit to say but what I love about it is that you can talk to her yeah. and, and those things I can see it being fostered you know like most of the time we'd be looking at her like who why (laughs) (laughs) right right who who left us in charge and why yeah but when it's in stuff like that that you know i don't know if i can teach you everything about everything that you need to know but i can teach you about loving yourself and loving the skin you're in and this um organization like i'm dead ass serious i definitely want to start a chapter yeah whatever we got to do let's let's do that because we can we have plenty of little black girls that that yeah for sure yeah i can name five off the top i don't know how many you need to start but i know five 
we got them like there are kids there are village kids yeah they so, literally are yeah, yeah there there are village kids so i really want um and I, I think it's just important uh in going forward especially not knowing what this country is going to uh exactly look like mm-hmm. um and with people straying more and more to polar sides instead of meeting in the middle we might need the more radical yeah. is what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking these people, these these kids that are coming up are going to have to be um, secure, resolute, yep. and, and rooted yeah. in, in what they know to they be need right roots. and true for themselves. It's, it's not no time to know anything different. So I just wanted to highlight these girls and let you know we starting a troop, y'all. Because <laughs> that's, shoot, man that that is so needed here and with all the other stuff that i'm trying to do that that is important i just love the badges like radical self-identity radical pride dog i just want i want to get some badges okay <laughs> i want some badges i want to earn how you how you earn your your radical pride badge? Dog, where i gotta be at let me know be at the front of, be at the front of a pride parade Let's as a seven-year-old girl with your little uniform on with your when uniform when i tell you the whole asian the whole lgbtq community will probably you. love that especially I'm, the black ones i'm telling you because that's the thing like when you get into that now you got a person who is you know doubly marginalized yeah, triply yeah. marginalized yeah. If you got a you got black queer woman she's triply marginalized don't, don't be a black queer woman who's disabled who's disabled thank you that's what i was trying to get there yeah that's the that's the the four holy grail <laughs> of marginalization so um i found i found a uh she's she was white but she was lgbt woman and uh disabled disabled or handicapable yeah yep um, yeah yeah i'm not sure <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I try to stay on top of it, but I'm not exactly sure where the. <laughs> Let's roll out of this <laughs> before I say some shit that is not right, and I did not intend we, to. No, we, we mean well. We old. <laughs> I, I'm really trying. We be y'all. trying to keep up with the shit. So. I have not kept up kept up with it. It charges to my head, not my heart, y'all. I love it. I love everybody. Really, except Trump, <laughs> except Trump, who kills everybody. Yeah. See contrast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's roll the life hacks All before right. I fuck this show. So up. <laughs> I will go um into my life hack, please, which please was do. submitted to me by um one of our former guests, B, oh. B- Smitty. Oh, yes, very former. I ain't had that nigga back <laughs> here. Be nice. Don't be a bitch. Yeah, he's a bitch. True. <laughs> <laughs> Just acting in kind. But uh, he said, he, he sent me this loud ass life hack because he sends me TikTok videos all day long. Um, He deserved to be spied on. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, if you go to Chick-fil-A um, and you say my pleasure before they get a chance to say my pleasure, then you get a free cookie. Or dessert or whatever that is that they give out little free cookies. Are you serious? If you go, if you say my pleasure at Chick Fil A before they say my oh, pleasure, I'm gonna come in you saying get a, my you pleasure. Get a free cookie. Although I don't really go to Chick Fil A no more. They've done too much. They've done. You, they've gone too far. They've gone too far. They've done too much. I have not been back, and they just built a whole freestanding one here. And I remember when I was when they built the one in the mall first. I was like, oh, I just want a freestanding. Yeah, now one. they got one outside. Of, they got one in Allen Park. They mm-hmm. got 
mm-hmm. they're building one now that's freestanding outside of 12 oaks i know and yep. they just keep building and i'm just like but y'all have wrong too yeah y'all are y'all many are, people y'all, y'all are terrible and it's just like especially this is, in the name of christ that's really what pisses me off right it's one thing to be trash and i'm okay it's one with some thing trash to be walmart shit. and you right, have right. never made any claims <laughs> right. to know anybody's jesus right. and you just gonna treat everybody like the slaves you think they're supposed to be okay walmart don't really bang with you either right but whatever you may know you may know affiliations how i'm supposed to know yeah you know what i mean yep. you just out here trying to make money that's y'all, your affiliation y'all doing this shit in the name of jesus all, all blasphemously ain't, ain't no jesus that i know got problem with black lives because Mm-mm. he made them like what Mm-mm. the fuck no no not doing this and we're having a nice good right, time you're right you're right we're <laughs> we gonna roll what's your life hack Tennedy? my life hack um is actually a real one and hey listen to this don't tell me it did it, ca- it actually came from i found this tina and ramadan what what this is wow. the only let one me call season. you let me call you by your podcast government tina and ramadan <laughs> that girl did it <laughs> and it's a good one okay let's people see. are gonna need this what is it so um i saw this posted on facebook and then tested it on myself to make sure it actually works but um as you know uh lots of people are going to go back to school this fall mm-hmm. because their kids are mm-hmm. and the kids can't leave their house right right mm-hmm. so we all students in this bitch we all going back to whatever grade the kid is that and you you're got. gonna get this basic ass math explanation so i'm not doing common core shit math it's about math so oh, there really? is a fucking <laughs> app nigga okay there's an app called photo math app photo math all one word okay app photo photo p-h-o t-o yep Yep. math m-a-t-h app it is an app where you can take a screenshot of the math problem it will not only give you the answer but show your work oh what bitch let me tell you oh that's awesome y'all need it I don't need it because I'm not going back That's cool. to school. But luckily, I only have a five year old, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm so good for right you now. You smooth for right now, and this will probably be on Virgin like eleven by the time this time. <laughs> so it's gonna be real nice. He'll probably talk to you, talk to her, <laughs> write it on your paper for you. Who knows? But um, yeah, particularly for them, some algebra, them trick things that we don't remember. If okay. you got your yeah, high school babies sure. and yeah, stuff shit, like that, middle school now, or middle school babies, they doing like fucking trig in like eighth grade <sighs> and shit. I'm like. Like you gotta be shitting me. Listen, listen. Um, yes, a third. Yes, I'm not. No, I'm not smarter than the third grader. God damn it, I'm not. I, that's not the, what that's y'all the math. Fucking third that's the math. I know. Also, you your mind. also, I download this app because math is not my thing, and I don't know when <laughs> I'ma need it. I might just write a problem down and be like, "Math, do app. it solve our problems, bitch?" Because I got other multiple motherfucking problems. <laughs> I got is it solving all the problems or just the math problems. I don't know. I'm gonna try. It. <laughs> I'm get back to you. If Danny sent you a dick pic and so did no. so did Johnny, who you choose? <laughs> It's time to end the show. (laughs) (laughs) That show needs to be done. Um, But yeah, so that's my life hack. Um, hang on to that uh, that's awesome jewel. Uh, we should be right I in the thick wrote of it, it. Yeah, yeah. or heading right into the thick of it if yeah. your kids haven't started yet I'm sure they will be soon I'm waiting till the season is over to go over our, our, our uh, life hacks individually but y'all will definitely be reminded of this in this, a, in a yeah, month from this now this one is worth it this is better well maybe not better but this is pretty close to wash your hands y'all you need this wow <laughs> 
Wow, guys. <laughs> you, you need this. I don't even want to say about that. I All mean, right. washing your hands is a real life hack. And disputing this shit on your credit when we go back into real lockdown and can't nobody go nowhere. Oh, no yeah, more. yeah. For sure, for sure. <laughs> um, But yeah, that's my life hack. That's good. And guess what? It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. We did it again, bitches. We yep. made it. We only got two more after two this. Two episodes. Oh, man. Guess what? After them two episodes, we going on hiatus, y'all. And, and guess I'm gonna what? I'm going to just make a bunch of videos and post them. We're going to make videos. We're going to post them. But what we're not going to do is accept all of y'all's aggression. <laughs> Jadams. <laughs> <laughs> um, while we on break, we're going to be on break till we not on break. <laughs> So I'm gonna say it now. Two episodes ahead of the end, we gonna be on break until we not on break. Hey, life. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. but uh, but yeah, that's the end of this episode. Feel free to come to the Nacho Cart, um, which is that's, our Facebook page. It's our Facebook page. That's where Sparkle hangs out. That's where you can get fun um, tidbits. That's where you can get links to the episodes. That's where you can get memes. You go there, you get stuff. Um, no nachos yet, but you know, fingers crossed. Uh, like the page, follow it. Um, that would be awesome. And you know, chit chat with us. We're not doing anything. Uh, still a pandemic still a pandemic guys <laughs> so um <laughs> so yeah uh you can listen to this episode and all the other episodes that they have allowed us to do on spotify google Podcasts, stitcher and itunes listen here you itoners um guess what y'all have the privilege of being able to rate us more importantly you have the privilege of only being able to rate us five stars anything else you can 100% keep it we do not require it let alone want it so keep it to yourself um share 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 this episode and this podcast with other folks because that's what it's here for don't know why you would keep something a gem like this to yourself that's just selfish so be generous and share this quality content with other folks and until next week eat garlic lime chicken tacos mm-hmm. and keep your hands to yourselves because it's too damn hot don't be rubbing no more fucking titties <laughs> leave my titties alone right we'll now we'll see y'all next week <laughs> bye y'all bye to the titties and tacos podcast on the Detroit is different after dark podcast network